I'm your host, Jen Candy. For those of you who don't know me, my father was the late, great John Candy, who is no stranger here to Second City. So tonight I have a very special guest. I have the wonderful Jerry O'Connell, okay, star of Stand By Me, Sliders, Jerry McGuire, and the Defenders with Jim Belushi. So before I bring him out, I'm going to show you a little clip from Mad TV with the famous Keegan-Michael Key from Second City Alumni. Let's watch. I know you, man. I know I know you. Where I know you from? I'm... I'm an actor. Wait a second. Oh, hell no. <laughs> you the fat kid from Stand By Me. I was, uh, I was in Stand By Me. You were in Stand uh, By Me. You were the little chubby kid. I was, I was husky back then. Husky. Thank you. It was yeah. nice talking to you. You was a little chubby boy in Stand By Me. And I love that movie. That movie took it to the H&L. H&L? Hold up, left, baby. A whole nothing Okay. Can I tell you something? That movie resonated with me. Because I was overweight as a child, too. Take a look. Um, wow, you were, you were obese, actually. I was 627 pounds. Nine years old. Yeah, I was, I was just like a little husky. I wasn't... Hey, man, I don't even know if you know this, okay? But Rebecca Romaine's husband is supposed to be up in here doing some kind of acting thing. And I'm just hoping to catch a glimpse of her. That's me. I'm, uh, I'm married to Rebecca Romaine. His career went super south after that. Yeah. He, no one knows his name, and he doesn't have a show. It's after. pretty remarkable, actually. Right? Isn't it? But, you know, it just goes to show you, like, none of that stuff happens overnight. Like, he's been, he was in Second City decades ago. Yes, and I was it's working like... at the box office at Second City, and he was on the main stage there. So I've known him before I've known you. I mean, and it's so funny. And he's, like, just now becoming, like... He's coming into it. It's just, it's crazy, like careers, how they happen, know, you know? it's ridiculous. So, for those of you who don't know, I ask every uh, guest a question beforehand, and what your favorite candy is. It was, uh, it was, it was peanut M&M's. I normally don't buy them because I, I, eat, I obsess over them and yeah. I eat them too much, but when they're around me, I usually have them. So I, I have a bad habit of eating them with milk. I, I drink milk and eat them, <laughs> and I do it for, like, breakfast and everything. Do you like cereal? Yeah, it's really, it's really bad. It's a really bad that habit. That is a bad habit. Um, and it's something... Um, uh, I'm now married, and my wife is, uh, you know, also an actress and always trying to stay in shape, and um, not allowed to have them in the house, man. Really? Yeah, so, just can't do it. So it's freedom when you have. Come oh, it's out of it's it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it really is. Did you say? Did it start at a young age? Um, you know, I actually. <laughs> when I was younger, uh, when I was younger, I was in Stand By Me. I was, as you could see from that clip, and. Yep from people yelling at me on the street. I was the fat kid in Stand By Me. It <laughs> happens. It just happened actually coming here. Yo, man, a fat kid, fat kid from Stand By Me. Did it really? Um, but, um, oh. God, even like, I met Mindy Kaling, I met Mindy Kaling at a party, and I was like, really? I was like, Mindy, I'm such a fan and everything, and she was like, you were, you were the fat kid in that movie. <laughs> and I was like, everyone, it's just, it's just sort of, it's sad that that... You know, it's funny. When I was, like, a teenager, like, it used to bother me, I think, when I was, like, insecure. Uh, not insecure, but when you're, like, a teenager. Like, fuck you, man. Um, like, don't fucking say that. Like, say it to my face, bro. Um, come on and say it to my face. 
Um, but then I realized, what am I getting mad about? You know, it's just like, it's something that's always going to be there, you know? I, I mean, it's just going to be there. Yes, that was me. It's just easier to just go, yes, yes that, was, that was me. Um, found out recently my wife, like a big reason why my wife and I are together is because my wife was really into that film. Really? Really into that movie. <laughs> oh, thank well, when I did it, I was 11. You were 11? I was 11. I grew up in New York City. I grew up in Manhattan. I went to a, like a junior high school for artists and writers. It's called Clinton. Uh, it was one of the first sort of like satellite schools in New York. It was a public school, but it was one of the first like, like 400 kid schools as opposed to the 3,000 yeah. kid schools. And... Um, uh, a general audition came through that school. Oh, wow. And um, I, I, I was familiar. I, I, was, I took an acting class on the weekends at a place called HB Studios. Um, but I was by no means like a, a child actor. I mean, it's so funny. So Stand By Me comes out. Well, I go do Stand By Me. We shoot it in Oregon. Um, my grandparents came with us. You know, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Yeah. Um, and um, Rob, uh, Rob Reiner, Rob Reiner directed it. Wait. But I, uh, Rob Reiner directed it. This is before he did like Misery and yeah. uh, uh, and uh, uh, Harry Met Sally. The he, son of but Rob but, but after after Spinal Tap and all that stuff. But I came back home after shooting that movie, and my father, who's British, I love him. He's, he's still around. Um, was in advertising, so I had been around commercials. I was an extra in a commercial that he shot. Um, that he was a part of, like his office, and um, he um, and my father's British, and he went right. Um, now that you're back after filming that uh, movie, um, don't tell anyone that you are in a movie because it will never be released. <laughs> no one will ever. It, trust me, I work with all kinds of people who make films. They never see the light of day. Don't tell anyone you were in this movie. Enjoy, enjoy, the, in, enjoy the filming of it and that whole process. And I remember thinking, wow, like that's how movies work. I guess they don't get released. <laughs> and, but I was like, I had a really fun time. I really enjoyed it. I was kind of a hyperactive kid. And I, um, I, I just, like, I fit in well on a set. I wasn't yelled at for being crazy, you know? It was just, it was a fun environment. And so you never got into tr any trouble? What, did you do pranks or... What like, there were pranks, but I mean, it wasn't like crazy trouble, you know? Yeah. I mean, we were, we were kids. We were, I, I mean, it's so sad because the film, when you watch it now, is about kids, pre-teen kids and their relationship. And that's really what it was kind of like, you know? Um, it was like pre-teen. It was before girls or anything like that. Right. It was before... You know, sadly, like, you know, other adult issues like drugs and stuff um, or substances. And um, it was just a really innocent, fun time. So I had that memory. And then I remember the movie came out. I saw it with my grandparents because they were there for the shooting. And we went to the Upper East Side. And I remember sitting in the movie and we saw it. This is like, oh, guys, this is in the old days. You didn't, there was no Fandango or anything. Like, you went and you, like... Bought tickets and they gave you a ticket and you went in. And I remember walking out with my grandparents and the lady who sold us the ticket was like, Hey, were you in that movie? And, and I was like, yeah. And she was like, you, you were the fat kid? And I was like, I'm kidding. She didn't say that. But I said, yeah. Um, she said, uh, yeah. And she went, oh, man, come here. And she gave us our money back. And she was like, stars, stars don't have to pay. And my grandparents like... 
my grandfather thought that was a mate. Like telling people <laughs> we were taking a train back and he was like, he was in the movie and we didn't have to pay. We, and they had food at the movie on the, the spread. Um, but um, <laughs> it's so funny. So the movie comes out and I remember sitting in a Chinese restaurant with my parents. Tell me when this is boring. Am I, is no, this like this the is, worst episode I'm of Couch Candy? I'm in, no, I'm entertained. <laughs> this is it. This is Couch so Candy fun. is canceled. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, because of me. Um, <laughs> I was sitting in a Chinese restaurant called Hunan Royal with my parents, and the movie had come out. And I grew up in Chelsea, which, uh, I, I mean, I don't think I'm offending anyone, this is like all fact, it's a, it was a predominantly like gay neighborhood growing up, you know? Right. Um, uh, the West Village, Chelsea, I guess the, the equivalent in San Francisco would be the Castro, West Hollywood here in LA. That's where I grew up. And I remember two guys were sitting next to us at Hunan Royal. And I'm sitting there just eating beef and broccoli. That was my, that was my dish. That was, What's your, up? That was your thing. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, I remember one of the guys saying to the other one, oh my God, have you seen Stand By Me? And the other guy going, yes. Oh my God, how good was it? And then being like, it was the best, it was the best film I've ever seen. And I remember I was sitting with my parents and I like leaned over my dad and I went, dad, they're talking and he was like, huh? And I was like, they're talking about that movie that you said was never going to be released. They're, they're talking about it. And that was like when I knew like, wow, this is, this is going to be a, yeah. this is going to be a deal. This is, this is going to be a thing. This is, yeah. This making is going to be a thing. Making history right here. But it really wasn't until I went to college. I went to NYU. I went to film school that like all those film school nerds were like, when I, I remember freshman registration, like standing in a line and like guys and girls being like, Fuck, you were in Stand By Me? And I remember it. I, 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 this is, um, I remember it, it became like a, it was like a, I mean, how do I explain that? I feel like, wow, couch candy is like, a, the, it's, like a, it's like a shrink. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I should lie on this couch. Would you like to lay down? We have um, the pillows for you. Papa's been drinking. <laughs> My papa said it would never come out. What was it real? What were you doing? He was burning, burning, burning with cigarettes and fuck him. Um, <laughs> um, no, I remember in college it made me like cool. It made me like cool to be in that yeah. movie. It was like something, you know. It was also NYU film, so like you needed something, you know. Like you just needed something you needed to stand art. out, and that really helped me stand out. You know, that's like a weird thing to, um, you know. So, but I mean, I, I don't want to say that I I use it as a crutch. You know, I mean. <laughs> It's really, it's you really weird. It you imagine if I wore like, like somebody, um, this is so crazy, but I did a play <laughs> and when you do a play, people send you like, fan, like it's like you get like fan mail, you know? And um, someone sent me a shirt that was an image of the boys in Stan by Me. I don't want to make this all about Stan by Me. Where do you wear So it's a t-shirt with like the image of the yeah. four of us as young, as young men in Stand By Me. And it's, it's like, I have one shelf that I keep my shirts in. And I remember I put it on and I was like ready to like go out. And I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't, <laughs> can't, I can't do it. Guy. It's just, I can't be that guy, you know? I mean, it's just, me. it's too, no offense to him. It's too David Hasselhoff. I live in, <laughs> I live in Calabasas, which is where the Kardashians are from and everything. I have a really funny story about that that happened to me today that I'm going to tell you about. Oh, but wow. there's a mall called the El Camino Mall, which is sort of like the more busted mall 
The, like the expensive mall is where like Bieber goes and the Kardashians goes, and then across exactly the street there's a busted mall. And um, <laughs> one time the Hoff came came there because there was a because there's a diner there, and he was there. And like I was, uh, my kids were in a karate class, and so we were all like at the window, and I was with all the parents, and I was like. Guys, it's David, it's fucking David Hasselhoff. It's David Hasselhoff. <laughs> and he walked past and he got into a car and his license plate said the Hoff. Oh. <laughs> and I remember when I put on that Stand by Me t-shirt, I was like, wow, this is it's just like me Hoff. having like I mean, moment. could you imagine if my license plate was like stand by me? Stand by <laughs> Stand by Stand by me. <laughs> it is kind of annoying. Sometimes if I go to bars or weddings, people will play stand by me and like DJs will be like, Yeah! <laughs> this is you! <laughs> And I'll just be like, yes, yes, thank you. I find it's better to be like, uh, thank you, thank you. Like, Fuck you, man. Come say it to my face, bro. Have you, you have two twin girls. Have they watched the movie? Oh, yeah. You know, think, uh, what that's what I wanted you? to get to. Um, uh, my wife and her sister, um, my, my wife is from Northern California. Her sister came to visit. Um, and uh, my sister-in-law was like, have you shown them? And... My wife was like, no, I haven't shown them. And I was like, what are you guys talking about? And they were like, oh, we're talking about showing your kids Stand By Me. And I was like, oh, we'll just show them. And my sister-in-law was like, you know, it was a really special movie for Becca. My wife's name is Rebecca, for, for Becca and I. And I was like, oh, really? And she was like, Rebecca, you haven't, like, I've been married to my wife now for, like, coming up on 10 years. I've known her for a dozen years. And she's never once talked about. <laughs> never once talked about like Special stand by moment me. That she's like occasionally, to people will say, "Yeah, you were in Stand by Me," and like, it, but my wife won't go. Hey, I gotta tell you something. So my <laughs> sister-in-law was like, "Oh no, it was like our movie. Your wife had a real, th your, your your wife had a real thing for it." And I was like, "What? This is like this is like only a couple months ago." Like, and I was like, "Really?" And my sister-in-law was like, "We had a VHS of it, and we would watch it all the time." And my wife had a real thing for the movie, and a real thing for you know, sadly, God rest his soul, River Phoenix. Um, and um, she showed it to my kids. So my kids, uh, look, I love my kids, but they're not smart enough for it. They're like, they didn't. They want like whatever. They want like they Disney like Channel. they want like Spy Kids or whatever those movies are. It wasn't. It wasn't really. They pass right out for them. It's really. I don't want to make this a downer because I realize this is a comedy show and we're in the Second City building. But um, <laughs> it is very sad for me to watch. I did watch it with them, but just because River Phoenix has passed away, it's yeah, just it's, it's like it's sort of it's sort of difficult to watch. It's um, and passed away so prematurely. It's just it's it's pretty difficult. It'd be hard. It is hard. It is hard yeah. to watch. It's hard, you know, it's sometimes hard for me when I have to watch my dad's stuff and it's like, it's like that happy, you're like, oh, this is great. And then you're like, think about it. You're like, oh, that's kind of Of sad. course. But, of course. Of but course. Yeah. But, but then again, you do a lot of stuff um, acting wise with your, your wife. Uh, yeah. You like know, you've done some funnier or Die stuff. I think you did an episode of Ugly Betty. Right. No, <laughs> you know, you, you know what happens is um, usually I'm around. Right. Like, my wife does a show now for TNT called The Librarians, which is about librarians with magical powers, and they shoot that in Portland. And last year, you know, we have kids now, so if my wife goes up there, I usually come up with the kids, and, yeah. you know, uh, my wife is working all the time, and I'm, you know, I'm with the kids all the time. And so they gave me a role on that, <laughs> but it was like... But, you know, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's totally fun to work on, but, I mean, it is... Uh, 
it's it's just uh yeah I mean it's just is you it know, a challenge? Well, I'm, I mean I'm around and I was I'm, I'm around and I was the fat kid at Stand by Me, so I mean just like, <laughs> like what the hell? I'm not making any bank off of it. They're all I'm always doing a favor, like it's always for scale. Like, it's, I do have a clip though of um, you and Rebecca. I think when the twins were born of from Funny or Die. It's oh right, right, right. Shape-shifting. Right, right, right. So wanna... With Second City alum Jerry Minor. Yes. Who um, is a real close friend of mine and real influence. Those you don't know so him. So even though that you haven't, per se, you know, taken classes in a second, you've worked with a lot um, of... Well, you know what's funny? It's sort of n nostalgic for me coming in this building. My first UCB class was here. Um, before this was Second City. Yeah. This is how old I am. I think, like, this is about a dozen years ago. Um, I took UCB 101. I guess you call it Sketch 1 here, right? Um, con, yeah, Con 1. Con one. What class is and, that? Um, Improv 1. Um, IFA. It, uh, uh, it it was at that it was it was in that room down the hall. So it's just it's With crazy. But I mean, UCB is just basically it's just I, I you know, it, I'm I'm sort of interested in you, you know Second City wasn't here, here until mm -hmm. recently. It just wasn't, and I've lived in LA for I mean a while now. And it started at it was at Melrose for a little bit. You know, the I training think Groundlings summer. was the first game in town, yeah. and then but just all my friends were at UCB. You know, just um. But they're all like, uh, you know, I don't want to get into the history of Linux and I don't want to start like a Tupac Biggie beef, but um, <laughs> that'd be so crazy. <laughs> Fuck you, UCB! <laughs> Come and say it to my face! Blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> oh, God, it's a conspiracy. They'll write books about it. Cops shot at the Second City people. Um, but, um, uh, um, you know, UC, oh, 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 all my UCB, like, sort of idols, you know, it's funny. I worked with a guy named Horatio Sands in a movie. And... He said to me, during the movie, he said, have you ever done any um, improv? And I said, no. This is in, I'm dating myself, this is in 2000. He said, have you ever done, done any improv? I said, no. He said, you, you should. And that was the first time I was like, huh. And he was like, look, we're starting a new thing called Upright Citizens UCB. Brigade. Okay. We're in Chicago, but we're coming to New York and LA. You should, you should take those, those classes. And... Um, and I did like, and my teachers are just like, your teachers are just so unbelievable. Well, like, the teachers are who you end up watching or you I admire. I mean, so, like people like uh, my teachers were was a gal named Jamie Dembo, who if you don't know has a sketch called Rana and Bev, and they wrote, they write like Spy and yeah. like all the they're like amazing writers. Um, a guy named Will McLaughlin, who is if you watch television, he's in pretty much every other commercial. Um, it's just. Uh, it, 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 it was just, it, it was so funny. As an actor, I started to feel a little out of date because there were these new people coming in and just doing improv and shows like The Office were like killing it. And like gone were the yeah. days of people who came in and could memorize the best and hit their marks the best. It was, um, it was over. There was sort of a new game in town, you know? And, um, and it's, uh, and it's 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 really been delightful. But I I wonder how much Second City differs. I'm 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 always taking classes. Like I'll always go back in in UCB. Um, I'll always go back and take a, th a it's their third class. They call it 301. Tell me when this is the most boring episode of Couch Candy. No. Can someone please say like yes. someone, someone shout. My please, someone my, shout. My brother boring. will say something and say this is if this is boring. He'll just um, throw something. But I usually <laughs> take a 301. <laughs> I I usually take a 301 class. Um, with a teacher over there named Julie Brister, um, 
I've taken it like three or four times just because it's the hard, it's the class I feel the most awkward in. It is so, it's embarrassing. Like I walk in, I have like meat sweats going in there. <laughs> it's, sweats. it's just embarrassing because these scenes are just going to suck and it's going to be embarrassing doing them in front of, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't do these in front of the mirror I'm so embarrassed and let alone like do it in front of a class and um it's also fun too because a lot of times in classes um a couple fun things happen first of all you're not dealing with like like professional performers and I also have a theory that's why Chicago is and Toronto are such fun places to start in because not everyone is like so show, showbiz savvy, you know? Like everyone in LA is so showbiz it's savvy. Little, it's a little more down to, I th always thought Chicago, I went to Second City, Chicago, because I wanted to kind of experience it there. Well, also, and it was a little bit more, it's, it seemed more grounded. And everyone's humor is, hey, I, I work in an office and yeah. we sell widgets and yeah. this office is so fucking crazy because this lady who's my boss like there's something sort of real, about, real about that about you know it. as opposed to oh my god um uh i i i was uh uh i was uh you know i worked um background in 90210 yeah. and uh you know um that cast is so stuck up it's just it's not uh it's a different it's like a, it's like a it's like a real it's like actual life. You know what I'm saying? It's but, more rea it's reality based. Reality is always funny. That's why you kind of stem from what happens. A lot of I just started doing stand up, and a lot of the stories I tell are either things that happen to friends of mine or actually happen to me. Right. Because that's freaking funny. Right. Like you, that's the funny stuff. Um, this is uh, totally off topic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I heard Jason Alexander on Howard Stern today. Oh, nice. And. Um, he told a story early on in Seinfeld that um, something happened to his character, George's character. And he said, and this is when he realized that he was playing Larry David in, in the show. And he went up to Larry David and he went, this is a crazy story. My, my storyline is crazy. This, this would never happen. And he does an invitation to Larry David, which I will try and do, where he goes, are you crazy? That happened to me. It happened to me in real life. That's why we wrote it for you. And he was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm playing him. It actually did happen. Yeah. You were like, oh, the light went on and finally So on all it. that stuff, I mean, it's just what happens. Like, I'm an old man now, so if you follow me on Twitter, like, all my jokes are like, uh, kids, like, kids my kids, family, my kids art sucks, like, you know, I made a joke the do. other day that I threw one of my kids, like, uh, my kids do every artwork kid all the time artwork. every day, Yes. and I, we had like a pile like this, and I threw it away, <laughs> and I was doing something else, I don't know, and my kid was like, Dad, Dad, well, what is this, and they like pointed in the garbage, and they were like, no, no, you have to save this. And I was like, we're not saving it. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then I made a joke that I'm, I was going to make them watch Hoarders. And my wife thought it was funny, so I, so I tweeted it. Um, there's, a, there's a dead cat in there. Um, Where's the hamster? I did try to do Game of Thrones with my kids. They could not do it. They're too young, yeah. You're too young. And then I was fast forwarding through the show where like bad shit was happening and then I was like only watching like one minute of it. <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a, little too, a little too gory for them. Um, or not. But they're kind of like my kids are like. Your kids are cute. I think they're, I have a, they're, 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 they're just chicken shits. I, have a, I think I have a family photo. There, there we go. That's our Christmas your, card. Your Christmas card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, where 
was my wife's idea. I um, love it. The, the dogs it. and the cat are all wearing matching pajamas. Yes. <laughs> um, we have, uh, sadly, um, one of those animals passed oh, since that photo. Uh, he was old. It was of natural causes. Um, but we have four animals. It's uh, No, it's actually very annoying. Like, hey, I, 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 I grew up with like a total of ten... It's, a, the it's too much. Is, it's a no. problem that my wife has. My wife is continually adopting animals. I have to really like. I have to like. Yeah, cut her, cut her off. I mean, it's it's really been like a fight for us. You know, it's been like, honey, if you. I yeah, I'm kind of like your wife in that. You know, way. M- my wife will like email me like there's like. Adopt a dog sites and it's like we have to save this dog and there's usually like some sort of horror story. Well, I always thought that I could foster and then realizing I would never give them away. Right. Like I and, could never. And there's always like some sort of. I mean, it's almost like a sale. Like if you go on like, like I don't know, guilt or guilt.com. Right. Like they, it's like you have two minutes to buy this or else it's not. It's gone. I want the puppy now. Yeah, and it's like so. Oh God. Well, I, well, I have to order this now. Um, you know, usually with dogs, they say you know you you have to adopt this dog now or, or else it's get, you know it's. So, um, I, uh, this is really the most depressing episode of uh, Couch Candy ever. And on um, that note. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, my... But uh, animals are great to have. I have one dog, but if, if I had a bigger place, I'd probably have more. But then it's the cat hair and dog hair. And um, I, uh, I mean, this is going to really, this is going to be now the grossest episode of Couch Candy. I get, um, we have a cat that sleeps... On my face, <laughs> and you know, I'm not I'm not a hairy man, but like I shave, and then the next day you wake up and you have like a like like stubble, you know. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm not exactly George Michael, but I mean, I can get like I can get stubbly, but I have so much throughout the day. If I have if I don't shave, that's what the kids are doing these days. If you want to look cool, I I, I look I, I thumb through fashion magazines. Um, I always have cat hair in my beard because I have a cat that sleeps here on my on my throat. Oh. See, my dog sleeps above my head, but I crazy. sleep but I sleep slightly down right. from from the wall. I don't like to being, give the dog so, room because he, he learned because I kick. So we learned the safe place was up there. Right. Sadly though, it's perfect level for my husband's face. So the dog asked. So right. Brian wakes up. Asked him out. And and there's the conversation always of we have to train him to not sleep in the bed. It's just never gonna happen. And it's never gonna it's happen. Never happen. <laughs> no, and, and I, you know. It's just never gonna happen. No, it isn't. And I, that's what I, that's what I keep saying. It's never gonna happen. But speaking of beds, I want to show this clip because it's funny to die and it's got your wife right. and Jerry in it. So let's take a look. Jerry. Yeah. Yes, honey. How do I look? Do I look pregnant? Yeah. Do you look pregnant? Yes. <laughs> How about now? Yeah, yes, you look pregnant. <laughs> How about now? Yeah, you're you're still pregnant. It's, uh, don't turn into me. It totally sucks. This is all your fault. You and your stupid non-mutant sperm makes these babies too human to shapeshift. I, I can't get rid of this bump. It's so stupid. Hey, rub Mama's feet. You want me to rub your feet? Come on, rub my feet. Why do you have to be Jerry Minor? Because I like him. I think he's funny. He's your friend. No, I don't want to rub Jerry Munner's feet. I I don't want to. Come on, Jerry. Stop being a douche. Rub my feet. Okay, come on. He's 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 like another level funny. Yeah. 
Well, you've done a handful of like um, funnier guy stuff because you impersonated Tom Cruise. Yeah, um, that was um, that was. Uh, you know, I think it was just like it was just the age I was at. Like, Funny or Die was sort of a new was company, that thing that you wanted to get and into? we, you know, it was mostly Jerry Minor and I yeah. just being bored and saying, you know, let's send this in, and we would get so offended if we tried. Like, when this whole Tiger Woods thing was happening, we had uh, we had a couple sketches for Tiger Woods, and they said no to us, and we couldn't believe it. We were livid with them. <laughs> we were so mad. Um, what? I know we were we were really bad with them, but um, it's uh, it's it's been really fun. There's another guy, another Second City alum who's not there, who who was there behind the scenes, a guy named Brandon Johnson, who is <coughs> sort of like, uh, you know, he's not as like famous as like Jerry Minor or, um, or or like other Second City people, but he is, oh man, he's just one of the funniest. He's just a secret weapon. He really is. Second City um, produces a lot of good people, the behind the scenes and writers and producers and everyone. Yeah, and like, and and it really was. Um, I mean, they are the funniest people. It's it's just it, it's yeah. it's unbelievable, and they've really shaped. You can't tell from tonight, but they've really shaped my humor. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, they're just. Uh, oh man, it's just really you know because I, I was kind of. It it's funny. I mean, I, we already covered. I was a fat kid in Stand by Me. Um, after college, <laughs> I got into a Fox television show called Sliders. Yeah. And. Thank you. Agents <laughs> 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 at the time of uh, Sliders. But um, I, uh, you know, and it's funny, I was kind of like, uh, like I was on a Fox show, so they were having me take my shirt off and stuff. And like, <laughs> it's so funny. I remember, oh man, this is, uh, I, these are things I've down. never verbalized, so I'm going to. For, for, this, is why, this is why we're here. Sliders was a show on Fox. This is how old I am. It was on with another show called X Files. It was on, it was on Fox on Friday nights. So Sliders was on at eight, and X Files was on at nine. And we did an interview for they, they did an interview. We we shot both of the shows in Vancouver, Canada. I became friendly with David Duchovny, yeah. super nice guy. I was right out of college. I didn't know anyone. He was like an older dude, but he was like very much like he was a stud. He was a stud. And uh, he was like, "Don't like this is where we all go out. This is the bar we all go to. Come and hang out. Very friendly. Introduced me to everybody. Very nice. Didn't have to be. Way nice. Listen, I then became his age, and I was not nearly as nice to the younger people at all. But um, <laughs> super nice guy. We did an interview for Entertainment Tonight because it was like a Friday night, like Friday night on Fox sort of thing. And there was a reporter." <laughs> I don't know who, but you know, very attractive, sort of like on-camera personality, um, who was like, hey, uh, so how does it feel, the two of you being sci-fi guys? <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, I don't know, we answered something, oh yeah, it's fun, it's, you know, it's really fun, it's a fun night, Friday nights, it's a great night for science fiction. Yeah, but you two guys are the, uh, you're the reigning sci-fi guys. <laughs> and I remember David Duchovny saying, hey, I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am. Don't don't say that again. Just don't, don't say that again. <laughs> and her being like, "Oh come on, don't say what? You guys are the sci-fi guys." And he was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, stop, stop! You're 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 saying it again." What did and I, I say? I was like only 23. I was like, I didn't have, I wasn't smart enough at that age to 
say that, you know? I mean, I, 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 like, I mean, looking back, like, just what a funny dude. Like, man, please, stop. Don't, please, please don't say that again. And the woman kept saying, like, you guys are sci-fi guys. Sci-fi guys. So sci-fi. And, um, <laughs> but it's funny. I remember, like, um, uh, I, I, I just didn't feel deep enough um, after that. Like, it was like, you, you sort of, like, a lot of the roles I got were kind of, like, pretty simple and stuff. And it really was, it was meeting... It was meeting all these Second City alum that really sort of was like, oh, this is the next progression into having fun in this right. world, you know? And, you know, now in this day and age, I mean, I don't think I'm giving away any secrets, but I mean, a lot of these people do smaller, sort of like dream roles. <laughs> I don't want to talk specifically about people, but they do characters that they normally would have had to pitch to, you know, Fox or ABC yeah. or even Comedy Central, but there are even more avenues now that they can all um, sort of go down, um, and it's really it's a really freeing time for real for real talent. It, it's really it's it's sort of a really fun time that that we're entering now. I mean, it's um, yeah, there is, everyone has the freedom to kind of um, to do more independent stuff that they probably wouldn't have been able to do. They're getting away from the networks. That guy, Jerry Minor with very little money, put together a sort of presentation about a character that he has been wanting to play. And I saw the footage of it, and it is... Punch me in the face now, funny. It oh, is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it's nothing that anyone who's a boss in a corporation would have ever approved. What? No, this, it is the yeah. craziest premise and craziest of the crazy. And it is super funny. And that couldn't happen until 2015, you know, yeah. when it was a uh, affordable to shoot something on a digital camera, um, and uh, b um, your iPhone, you can shoot great quality nowadays. It's ridiculous. Sure, sadly, I have a Samsung Galaxy. Oh, <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> but I do want to say, my wife has an Apple. Really, the, the most boring. Episode <laughs> <of the show. laughs> my wife has an Apple. I took it to the Apple store. I'd never really been in the Apple store. It's just white. I usually buy Apple products. This is really going to be boring. I usually buy refurbished Apple products online. <laughs> That's my thing. That's good. That's I have good. a thing about, I have a thing about like, it's like a gambler thing also. Like don't bet on the favorite. Like always like, I usually get one generation older refurbished you get a great price that's the way to do it it right. works just as well it's fine i'm not someone who's judged if i have an iphone 6 or a 7 or whatever i don't give a shit i'm too old for that shit i just am like it's, and you're not that old i know but it's funny like i can tell like people like if i go to the gym like headphones are like a big deal like Got, oh. Like, now you have to have Bluetooth headphones, bro. Like, you have wires in your headphones? That's so old school. Like, I thought you were the fucking stand by me, bro. <laughs> um, I don't know what that accent was and why I gave that person who's into headphones that accent. But, um, but um, I, went to the, I went to the Apple store. My wife had a problem with her computer. <laughs> the customer service at Apple is so amazing. I was really blown away. I almost, like... You I actually no. I almost wrote a review on Yelp for the Woodland Hills <laughs> Apple Store, and how nice the guy I worked with. I couldn't believe. Not only was the guy who helped me patient with me, there was like an older 
woman next to me who kept mistaking the screen of her iBo uh, her MacBook for like a touch screen. <laughs> and he was saying, oh no ma'am, you have to use the keys. Like everyone was so nice there. I, I was blown away. Uh, by the way, I'm like, like I know everyone's like into Tim Cook and like Steve Jobs and you know, when the new yeah. iPhone product, uh, uh, Mac products come out, everybody freaks out. Like, I get it now. It's a real, like, I'm like, I might have to put an Apple sticker on the back of my car. You might. <laughs> I might have to be that person. You might have to do that. Now, do you remember? I mean, could you imagine if I put an Acer sticker on the back of my car? <laughs> yeah. You're a gamer. Windows. Oh, God, I heard a really sad commercial. Like, I watched the news last night. I watched local news. That's another problem I have. I just love local news. Because I, because I, because I have kids, and I live in a suburb of, I live in Woodland Hills. Yeah. And I like to know if there's like a murder out there or something, and it's like something you can only get on local news, and there's some, or if there's a water main break. I, I'm just old. You get into that shit, you know. Um, you're 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 informed. You're well informed in your neighborhood. But uh, I was watching the local news last night, and uh, the newscaster is a really like super uber newscaster. He's actually the guy in that. Jake Gyllenhaal movie about the news guy. Did anyone see that? It was a really good movie. Uh, Nightcrawler. 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 He's the newscaster. The guy who plays the night. The guy who plays the newscaster who talks like this in Nightcrawler. Um, is the actual newscaster. His name is. Um, oh fuck! What is his name? Um, Chambers. Uh, something Chambers, which is obviously like a made-up name, like a news <laughs> name, you know. Rick Chambers is his name. Rick Chambers, and he's like a super like good-looking alpha male. And he's actually also the voice of Morongo. Morongo Casino. Oh, the yeah. I, now I know exactly what you're talking about. This is the most insane. I swear I'm not high. I swear to you. Imagine if I was just like so baked, guys. Um, but um, last night he had a story like coming. He was like, and coming up, uh, the new Windows update is coming out. So everyone's getting real excited for that. And I remember being like, who the fuck gets excited for Windows? Like, is anyone, like... Uh, they're making it, really. They're stretching it. Like, that had to be, like, product... Like, someone paid them to say yeah. that. Like, no one has been like, oh, dude, gonna update Windows. Yeah. No. Not really. Um, it's so sad. When I went to that Apple store... Tell me when we should start talking about acting again. Well, then we can... Tell the story, and then I want to find out how... Across, right across the way, it's in a big mall that I go to, and the Apple store is packed, there's a fucking two-hour wait, everybody's in there... They have like only they only have like three products, but they like put hundreds of them out, and everyone's like touching them, and they're and they're all on chains, and you're not sure if there's gonna be like a like a like a massive like snatch and grab or dash and grab or whatever they call them, but it's just like there's electricity there, and everybody's young and hip, and like the person helping you has sleeve tattoos, and it's just cool. And then right across the way in the mall is the um, Microsoft store, and it is fucking empty. It is empty. Don't feel that bad for them. I have an Xbox, and that's all, my, that's all Microsoft, so they make, so somebody's getting paid over there. Like, yeah. calm down, it's not like it's... Uh, We're really sad for them. Yeah, it's not like it's... Someone's still making lots of money. It's not like it's Radio Shack. Calm down, everybody. Aw, <laughs> no. Radio Shack. Do you remember when we met at Defenders? Yeah, we, we worked together on a television show for CBS called The Defenders yep. with fellow uh, Second City alum, Mr. Belushi. What was um, that like, working with Jim? Um, I, look, I, I loved him. I mean, he yeah. really does bring... We had him on the show a couple of weeks ago. He really does bring um, sort of like a professional, improvist sort of attitude to sort of that old school procedural 
you know, because we did a CBS procedural. You know, there was yeah. a murder, someone was wrongly accused, and then he and I had to somehow find them innocent. Um, now, is it true? Uh, did you actually, were you actually going to become a lawyer? I was in. Did you say? Uh, I was I, in night law I school. Met, yeah. I was in night law school for one. I, I'm a I'm a law school dropout. Law school dropout. <laughs> I'm a. Because I remember learning that when I when I met you. Yeah. That they were like, so he's he was at law school. I went to a school here in L.A. called Southwestern. It's really it's really? a really good, it's an accredited school. You can't make fun of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and. Uh, Did you always want to do that, or was that just something? You know, my wife. Um, I I I took a year off. I was in a TV show that got canceled. I took a year off. We had two little kids. My wife was working. Uh, and um, I, I mean, really, I had done as many UCB classes as I could. I just, um, I, I, I wanted to go to grad school. And I applied to law school. I took the LSATs and I went. There you go. Wow. So um, you're smart. Um, I mean, not really. I, I got the hell out of there. I dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty interesting. I mean, there's some interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, it helped you prepare for the role in Defenders. It was fun. You know, I have to say, I would probably, like, looking back, I wouldn't have gone to law school. Like, now that I haven't come back, those credits don't apply anymore. It's something you have to do within a certain time period because right. everything revolves around taking the bar. And um, I probably would have done something that would have worked toward a degree that would still, like, those credits would still count, you yeah. know? They, um but it was uh, it was interesting. We're sensitive. really we're really putting people to sleep. No, we're not. <laughs> no, law school's law school's interesting. Um, I do okay. I do have a slideshow. I I can't. I, when I was talking about defenders and all that, I realized that you and my dad actually have a lot in common. Okay. So I found I found five reasons, kind of like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, okay. why you and and my dad are are similar. I'm, I'm really looking and forward to this. And it ties into what we were just talking about. So let's let's take a look at this. So you you both worked with Jim Belushi. Okay. So this is on the set of uh, Defenders. And do you remember? Do you remember that photo being taken? Where where do you remember where you were in that? Oh, I'm so I know, sorry. You have to go, I have to go, go over and look at this. Go look. So old. I'm in. Uh, I'm in a beach chair. <laughs> Which was my beach chair that I think you... I'm in a driveway. I do look super cool with my sunglasses. You were. You did look super cool. Um, are we in someone's garage? No. But that's a good answer. I think we're in, a, in an airport hangar. That oh, was we're the, in that airport hangar. We're in that we're in, we're in Santa Monica Santa airport. Monica. Right. Oh my God, that is such Isn't a... Uh, that, you know, I do have to say, I was also... I was heavily drinking in those days. Were you I was really? probably very hungover You probably could have been hungover then. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a very good possibility. <laughs> so... Uh, defenders, and then the next photo. So my dad and, oh my and Jim, God. both Jim playing a police officer, and then my and then Jim playing a uh, oh my God. a lawyer. So oh kind my of God. In that. He always likes playing those characters that are. Oh um, my God! Look at those two. Hilarious. Oh, isn't that a great photo? I know, it really. The is. young Jim, and then. Uh, so you both worked in commercials. Okay. So. Okay. My there we dad. Go. My dad's first commercial was Cadet Cleaners. Is this in Canada? This is in Canada. That's I'm, hilarious. I'm a little baby. Oh, get out! Oh, oh shit, man! <laughs> that's me in a Clearasil commercial. Um, that's me calling someone a pizza face. Because you did you actually? Did you have acne as a child? Um, you know, I did go through a period where I got acne on my forehead and on the back of my neck. Um, 
<laughs> this is the weirdest <laughs> episode of Couch Candy ever. I don't know why I got so specific about that. Um, Those are the grease zones. I went through a year where I got uh, heavy acne on my forehead and on the back of my neck. And, um, <laughs> and did you use Clarisol? Um, you know, I have to tell you, I use something called witch hazel. Oh, I love witch um, hazel. Which is like a, a milder form of... Uh, yeah. Al alcohol. Rubbing alcohol. Rubbing alcohol. But um, it was suggested to my mom that I get a facial uh, by one of her friends who was an esthetician. <laughs> so I went to see the esthetician who was like a classic, like she had like an accent. But she was <laughs> like, this is going to be okay. I think she was Russian. And she was like, we're going to take care of this. It's all going to be, this is just puberty or young man. And she... Like, uh, not operated on me, but, um... It was surgery. She, like, popped all the zits on my forehead. She was like, we're gonna clean this area. This is what we do. We clean from the root, the pimples. We get rid of all the dirt and all the fungus. And, um, I was, like, really, like, I'm uh, mucked up, you know? Like, yeah, I was, I looked terrible. I had a pizza face. And the back of my neck, too. And I was so mad at my mom. I mean, I like oh. classic, like teenage shit to be like, this is all your fault. Why like, I'm not leaving the house. I'm going insane. Oh Fuck God. you. I'm not going to school. You can't fucking make me. This is your fault. You're fucking dumb Russian friend. Fucking did this to my face. Um, but it's funny, like seeing my wife get facials now, when my wife comes back, she looks toe up, you know? I mean, it's what they do in facials. And yeah, I, they, no, there's times I, whenever, if I have to be somewhere, I have to make sure I get a facial a week before. Yeah, I should, I should apologize to my mom. Hey, I'm sorry. I, sorry I called you a bitch. For Okay. For paying for my facial right. when I was a teenager. <laughs> nice. uh, but that was a old commercial where I'm like, yes. yeah, that guy's a pizza face, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, um... Both voted sexiest men. This is going to be a shocker. This will be fun. So, um... So <laughs> my, my dad was Playgirl. Oh, my Sexiest man around the time of Summer Rental. Oh, um, my God. That he, so that's him on um, the bottom there. My mom is really happy. Of course. <laughs> of course. And then... Yours was People magazine? That was, this is it. Wait Sorry, for it. Right, wait Here for we it. Go. Here we go. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Just that was, go um, get and guess. I did a horror movie called Piranha 3D. <laughs> and my character wore, wore Speedos. Like the Piranha was about, it was a really great, it was a really funny movie. It really was. It I was, loved um, it. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was really fun. But I play sort of, um, Oh man, I got into legal trouble because I compared myself to someone who owned a porn company oh, who had... Um, the Girls Gone Wild guy? Uh, no, allegedly, not, allegedly, allegedly uh, that's what I uh, was saying that I, com I based right. my character on. And legally I was... In I, trouble, you got in trouble. Oh yeah. <gasps> and so oh, now I, had to, I have to say any coincidence... Wait, what am I supposed to say? Oh, um, <laughs> hold on, let's Any similarities say are coincidental. Yes. Um, any similarities to myself and that person um, were totally coincidental. Well, but dad, anyway, but my character wore, like we were on a boat, and there's like, you know, it's topless. It's like a teenage horror movie, so there's like toplessness, and they hired uh, pornographic film actresses to be it was, super naked, yeah. and it was just like, it was crazy. And so I'm like wearing a Speedo, and I'm supposed to play this coked up person who... <laughs> Any similarities are coincidental to other people, but I wore a Speedo. But anyway, like all these shots came out of me, like paparazzi shots came out of me in, in, a, in Speedos. Speedos. So like people were thinking I hung out on yachts in Speedos, you know? <laughs> and it's really insane too, because I'm like hanging out with these like 
porn stars. I'm not hanging out with them. I'm shooting scenes with them. Like we're at work and the paparazzi are taking photos. My kids were just born. My wife was like, had just given birth. There was like, not like everything was like not like my wife was like what happened to work today and I was like no 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 work boring same old same old but um well my dad had my dad had a similar outfit no hold on let's see if we can get this going you don't rip me it's hard though for a children's magazine god that is hilarious it was a magazine for a children's theater company that he worked for that is hilarious and then we've got a couple more oh my god we'll get run through these okay you both love to golf I think uh yeah sure let's just say let's just say it this is uh my dad who loved to golf um he tried to get my brother and I to golf and I think my brother took onto it a little bit more than I did oh god I just had to sorry I had to do you actually really love to golf um I I I actually uh I'm terrible at it but I do yeah (laughs) I'm not very good at it either but then I do and then our last similarity is you both love hate roller coasters my dad, National oh, so Vacation funny. at Wally World, a.k.a. Six Flags Magic Mountain. Of he course. He ride this ride over and over again because of take after take after take. And then this next photo, if it'll play, maybe not, is of all of oh us. Oh my God, that's us at work. At, Look at, at that. When we went on the work Universal Studios right. trip. That's at Halloween Horror Nights, At Halloween remember? Horror Nights, and, and oh my, my husband God. in the back end, we're all... Terrified. That is so funny. Once a year, once a year, we all go to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. I have to say, it is so much fun. It really is. I mean, uh, it's legal here in the state of California, so it's sort of fun to go there high (laughs) because their people are zombies and they're really good. They're like, I I mean, it's not like it's not like your neighborhood haunted house. It is something my wife and I do every year. Yeah. And it's like, it's so funny. Like, our, I'm sorry I talk about my kids so much. I hate people who do that. But our kids are six. And my wife and I are like, are they old enough? Can, can we do it? And my wife is like, oh, not yet. I don't, you can, I don't you think so. You have to go to the Disneyland I one. I don't think so. But I want to take them to the Universal one. And just be like, this is real life! Like, overcome your fears! Don't be afraid! Crash course! (laughs) Zombies are not real! Deal with it! Um, (laughs) I'm totally kidding, but that was was one of those nights, man. That That was was, uh, was a lot of fun. I had so much fun. We have to do that again soon. Um, Speaking of doing this again soon, we have run out of time. I love you, baby. I love you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you guys so much for coming. I will see you guys next. July, July 1st, I started to do the shows now, the first of every month, um, except for August, which is on the 12th. So my next guest will be Joe Flaherty. Wow. Yeah. So uh, we'll see, because everyone laughed last time I said he was having Joe Flaherty. But this time, I swear, I'm having Joe Flaherty. So thank you guys so much for coming out. Jerry, thank you so I, much. I, I, I have to go, too, because I, I street parked. Oh. <laughs> so so uh, as, as my Uncle Tino and Sana always likes to say. And get out. Good night, folks!